baby. Yo, listen to City Field. Boom, baby. Yo, here we go. Here we go. Get ready, boys. Get ready. Was in the sixth inning. Get ready. And they were starting to get to Jacob DeGrom a little bit. The Mets two. Remember, you got to really turn it off right now. Two out, nobody on. The crowd on its feet. And displaying Muncy has a couple of homers against Diaz. One and oh, the count. The energy is coming through. Diaz I told you, to we can beat the Dodgers. Swinging a bouncer wide of third. Picked by Escobar. Spins, throws, put it in the box. Yo, let's go! 2-1, baby! 29th save of the year. 29th save of the year. Edwin Diaz, like butter. Strikeout, ground out, ground out. Freeman, Turner, Will Smith, like it was nothing. Welcome to the Built Different Podcast. Let's get it. And welcome everybody to the Built Different Podcast. This is High and Inside, episode four. I'm your host, Thomas Saxby. I'm here with none other than not-so-white Chris, Wolfie, and Ricky Mickey II. And holy my guys, this is crazy. Episode four. Episode four. So... Let's get started with some hot takes. Chris, you know, you're going to be the leadoff guy today, and you look just like the Red Sox season. What's going on, man? You look you look terrible, man. You look like firm shit. <laughs> See why you got the glasses on. Yep. You guys know I got the same call as Tony La Russa got. Doctors told him to stand down, unable to, unable to play. You know, he's not able to coach right now. Hopefully it's the end of, of Tony La Russa in, in a White Sox uniform. Unfortunately <laughs> for me, I have COVID. So oh boy. Here's, a, here's a nice little shot. I'm going to do it. <laughs> He's got some Dimatap. <laughs> a little, little NyQuil. A little NyQuil. Dimatap, yo. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Chris messages the chat. He's like, yeah, guys. I'm not gonna make it. Feeling kind of foggy. I was like, "You sure?" He's like, "No, fuck that." Here we are. Yeah, you're a trooper. Nah, man. So, you know, for for me, you know, I'm wearing a I'm wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt today. It's fitting because the the Washington Nationals guys are they're literally a cartoon. I mean, Patrick yeah. Corbin, the worst pitcher in the league. He has like a 70 RA, he's 4 and 17 on the air, but he was the one so to get us a win and get our first our first starting pitcher win in 47 or 48 games. I don't remember the exact number. But the national starting true. pitching did not get a win. Yeah, they did not get a win for 47 games. Are you serious? But Patrick Corbin. That is how oh bad gosh. the national season is. Chris's COVID is cured after and hearing that. Four, four and seventeen. I you saw know, that. I saw that. The, I and you like, wow. got uh, listen. You ready? Oh, you want to know what the update? I'm gonna buckle up. <laughs> Gosh. You know what the update on Steven Strasburg was? 
He's alive? Holy is that God. he's doing... Is that he's doing absolutely nothing at all. That was the update that he's we got. Oh my gosh. He's, he's somewhere with Chris Sale. I don't know. <laughs> like, but he was in the Nationals dugout the other night. And I'm just sitting like, what am I watching on TV Go this year? I have no idea. Um, but Cade Cavalli, he made his debut. He got shelled for seven runs. And now he's on the DL for, for two weeks. Oh my so gosh. That's, our, that's, that's our top pitching that prospect. Uh, but that, that guy, Aaron Judge, though, I mean, he's not a national, he's a Yankee, but he's got 51 home runs now as of this episode. Um, he's 10 away from the, the AL yeah. record, 61. Nice. Um, I, I, I think he's going to get it. He's not stopping. Uh, you know, what, what do you think, Ricky? What's your, what's your top take? Oh, man. A um, uh, lot on my mind. Uh, more, more, uh, more so uh, a little outside of baseball, but baseball, how these uh, – these owners are waking up, man, and it's beautiful to see. We were discussing a little bit uh, off cam about these guys getting these early extensions and not waiting to the last arbitration year or the second to last. They're getting the, they're getting the deal done. They're identifying their talent, who they want to move forward with, and they're committing to them. Um, it is beautiful to see because, I, I, you know, I've always felt what made baseball not – the most fun is the free agency part of it where everybody that hits free agency is in their 30s and now we're getting more guys that get it you're gonna get more bites at the apple and it's gonna make for a lot of uh, a lot more movement amongst the younger players as well um of course teams aren't trying to hear that they want to keep their guys around but um the game's in a beautiful spot in that regard um so yeah I, i'm i'm pretty much loving that wolf what's up man well i was gonna say you actually kind of I, I see what you're donning yeah i was gonna say you Dude, i don't uh, know if like i influenced you on? like saying that but like that's exactly why i'm wearing this hat is because i think you guys heard today gunner henderson got brought up and the second prospect behind yo dude behind alvarez which Mets, if you Young if you see this video marky mark giraffnick mark if you see in this video you know, tell them to bring up Alvarez, but yo, Gunnar Henderson was brought up second at bat, hit a home run already. Uh, Ricky, I don't know if you saw here, he actually has a single in his other at bat, so he's two for four already today. Impact right away, these owners are doing it. Uh, Rushman already impact this year, he's one of the top catchers just already in his I first year, uh, which is fantastic because I also said the Orioles might be actually a playoff contender. But not even just being a playoff contender, the fact that they're bringing up guys, that they're playing above average to what they thought. Uh, 67 and 61. We thought they were going to be Isn't like a bottom feeder. Isn't it like crazy they, how... Dude, we thought they were going to be a bottom feeder. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy how the Orioles, like, they were just the, like, the laughing stock. They sucked. They weren't even making moves in the offseason to get, like to get you to believe that they wanted to do anything this year. And then all of a sudden, it was like they got into the season and like just got a small-ass taste of winning. And they were like, yeah. fuck yeah, let's fucking go. You come up, you come up, let's get it going. Like, it's it's good to see. Yeah. And, you know, I know I know there was a lot of limbo about, do we deal Mancini? Do we deal Mancini? That man is at a stage in his career where he needs to be chasing certainty, like a certain playoff hunt. And if they can get more prospects for him, great. Keep the wheel turning, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And like you mentioned with Adley, franchise catchers make great 
franchises. I I think I said that on more than one occasion. Amen. Like if you got a franchise cat guy behind the plate, it just does something for your win loss totals. I, I don't know what it is. Like Yadier Molina didn't even have to hit two fifty. <laughs> and you knew that St. Louis was going to be in it every year because of the way that he handles that staff and just his command, you know, command of the guys. Oh. And that, that, that locker room, locker room, whatever you want to call it. There's some kind of intangible with catchers. They're, they're like they're like quarterbacks almost. Yes. Like you got a great catcher, you, you, you're good to go. That's a great example, Absolutely. Like a catcher is like well, a like a quarterback or like a center in a way. But the thing about it too is yeah, you just yeah. you brought it up. What was your question, Chris? Sorry. Well, what was your question, Chris? Yo. So let me ask. Um, if you were start, if you had a if you were starting a franchise like an expansion team and you had to pick between Rushman or Julio Rodriguez, who do you pick? Wow, you're a sneaky one for that. You didn't even tell us you were gonna ask that. Yeah. I'm just sneaky. I, I What's love the, that. I have my because like a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, <laughs> I was gonna ask it. A Dude, few, uh, I was gonna ask it a couple weeks ago, and then so this was supposed to be an episode a few like, weeks ago. The audience is shocked on I'm that like, one. This too. is a better question to ask right now because we're seeing it. Like we're seeing the because Julio started off slow, obviously, and you know here he is now. Ouch. I mean, my uh, nowhere. I mean, I'm I'm going with Julio. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go against it ever. Yeah. I mean, Rushman is cool and all, but I'll take the I'll I'll, I'll take the the 99 speed just, and the I don't know what to do. and the you know the good fielding and the the great bat and the the great everything. I mean, Rushman. You know, he's he's a cool cool catcher. He's gonna dominate. He's gonna cool lead catcher. like you guys also cool he's gonna he's gonna lead baltimore to wherever baltimore is gonna go i'll still roast baltimore and tell you guys that they're shitty um but hey I'm, I'm going julio i i would vote honestly right now i would vote for julio rodriguez to be president there you have it i'm going julio too and it's it's kind of it kind of goes like this. If he plays left field or right field, that easily I would turn to Adley. But because he controls the middle of the field, like middle, like shortstops, center fielders, catchers. If you have a great one of those, then it's kind of a, it's kind of apples and oranges once you get to comparing them. And that's what we're doing right now: a great young franchise catcher, a great young franchise center fielder. And, ooh, it, I mean, it's close, but I'm, I got to go Julio because he's showing me more already. I think Adley has, more, Adley has more that he can show us as well, but with Julio, he has a higher ceiling. And the fact that he plays a premier defensive position as well and got a cannon for an arm. He's not just covering with his legs. He got a crazy arm. Man, I'm nah, man. He's he's basically Pause. Ronald Acuna AL. He's AL Acuna. I'm not. I got. I got. I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna go with Bo Boy. So, but Adley could change this discussion in five years. He can make me look real stupid. That's why I'm like, ah, oh, it's tough. It's tough. So if if that's the case, then I'll say this: if we're gonna go with what they could be in five years, their prime what we would hope a position player would be at catcher or center field as the top prospect like Adley, 
I'll take a 300 hitting catcher with 30 home runs over a guy that could steal bases and be a great center fielder because we've seen center fielders. There's only one thing, though. Ricky, you just said it. Julio Rodriguez has proved it. Adley is good. Julio Rodriguez has has done something we haven't seen before. What is going on? Dude, we talked about it last take. 20 home runs, 20 stolen bases. Boy just got his money. So, you know what? (laughs) I think that's just, you know what? We got to say, I'm taking Julio every single day of the week in this case. Chris, you asked the question, so you wrap it up. Please make it four for four. And if you don't, I got to hear this take. Marilyn Blue looks good on you, though. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you. Black on black. I just just don't know anymore. (laughs) I wasn't ready. (laughs) You definitely took Julio. Back pocket Um, this whole time. He's a game changer. Straight up game changer. Oreo's got 10 he's, minutes to end. He's time. always that dude. <laughs> he's always that guy. Basically. He's like, he could be, he could be the leadoff. He could be hitting like, he was hitting fourth. You know, he was hitting like second. And then he, you know, he was just hitting everywhere. And he just does, just comes up and makes a play, whether offensively, defensively, when you need it. We've Absolutely. seen him hit those home runs late in the game. Especially that, especially that grand slam like a month ago. That was a huge game. That mm. was a huge home run right before he got hurt. Yeah, Julio. Mm. Well, Saxby, what, what do you what think about the player. contract though? I mean, if we're gonna talk about Julio Rodriguez, you being his fanboy, he got that contract. What? Well, break it down. What do you think about it? Crazy. Uh, I mean, I I really love it. Let me let me pull it up real quick. I. I love it. I think, you know, at the end of the day, you can, you can see the risk. You, you can definitely see the risk in it. I mean, you're, you're giving, what, I think 200 mil guaranteed. It could potentially be 470 mil based on his MVP finishes and accolades and all that. Um, so I, there's definitely risk to it. I'm just handing out the guaranteed 200 mil. But listen, let's, let's be honest here. Let's let's be brutally brutally honest. He is Seattle. He is Seattle. He's gonna be MLB. He's young. He's dynamic. He has the whole city behind him. My biggest thing though is kudos to the fucking Seattle Mariners. First off, and here and here's what here's what I want to say about that. This is a a franchise altering prospect right here. And they noticed that and saw that, and they played zero games. No. He wasn't a September call-up last year. He was, they didn't hold him for, for a month and a day so that they can retain him for an extra yep. year. They pushed him into the spotlight as soon as the season started, and they said, if you want it, it's yours. Go take it. Because Seattle, while every team goes into every year looking to win, this probably wasn't a year that they sat here and thought that they were 110% going to be in the playoffs. I mean, they, they, I mean, the Julio Rodriguez decision to just put him in, in, in center field and just let it rip, and it, it worked because, again, you know, he, 
agreed with them and lo basically look at what he's repaid them. He's had a hell of a year. Um, home run derby, he's, he stole a show from a lot of people there, really put his name on the map during that. And he's been a big part in this new winning culture for Seattle that they haven't had since Griffey's been there. And it just, you, it, this is like the first time ever I'm sitting here like, yeah, I can make an argument for the Mariners winning any game they play this year. Isn't that crazy? I can, you can make the argument that they can probably steal a, a playoff series. Maybe they go on a run. Um, but the biggest thing for me is that fans are showing up every day in Seattle. It's getting loud there, and he's a big part of that. So that money, I like this contract because it's, one, you're paying the man 200 mil. No, nonetheless, you're paying him 200 mil, so the player's getting paid no matter what happens. Mm. And two, if he ends up a phenomenal player, he's, he's going to break records with the contract. If he ends up what he's supposed to, and if he doesn't, he didn't earn it. There, there's no, there, there's no argument you can make about this contract being bad. Oh, no, so. <laughs> I think I read. And it's, it's fucking Julio Rodriguez, bro. He's, he's amazing. Get paid, baby. Get paid. He's such a star. I, I had read uh, some of the contract details. This is one of the most complex contracts I've ever seen in sports. It's like a Rubik's cube. Player friendly, team friendly. And mutual friendly at the same time. I've never seen anything like. like they finally <laughs> figured out how to make it friendly for both parties. Super great, yeah. I think it's something crazy where it's like I think the seven first seven years are guaranteed. Then he has an opt out, and then he if he if he reaches certain bench points like MVP voting, then when he opts in, it's like uh, another two something on top of it. And if he doesn't reach him, it's a it's a different number. But either way, it allows him to um, go into free agency around like 27, 28 if he wants to. It's so man, weird. I, I've never seen anything structured like this. It's, it's, it's fascinating. Well, think of, think about this as well. Is that think about what it does for the environment in Seattle? Because one, their prospects are now going to see that and be like, that's what's that's what's waiting for me once I get to the big leagues. This kind of contract. Yep. Okay, let me work my ass off harder and get there. And then on top of that, I mean, other players and everyone else is going to see this and be like, Seattle might not be that bad of a place to play. Because if, if they're taking care of their players like this, but also, you know, it's business. Seattle's going to do what they have to do to save money as well, which is why they did this. Um, but, whew, hat, hats off to you know, Seattle. Man. Money around hats off. Hats off. Cano, 240 a few years back. They'll throw money around, but for once, they're really identifying who deserves their dollars and their resources. Like next year, they're gonna have to take care of Luis Castillo, and there's nothing that tells me that ownership won't do that. Like I think we're kind of looking at a new, well, not a new, but a renewed. I love every second of it. Um, regime. But yo, Chris, what do you? What's your? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the contract as well. I like the creative parts of it. I think, you know, even even if he, you know, we all think he's going to be well above above average, you know, probably perennial all-star, you know, could break records. We could all see it. Could be a 40-40 guy. He could, he could possibly do that. We so much 40, potential. 40 <laughs> he's, he power. did everything Seattle wanted them to do. Like, he changed his body. He went from the right field to the center field. He, he did that when he was coming up. 
Um, but what also is great about it is you you could see more MLB teams start to have like players come up younger and just like you know play the full season, get used to the game. Because even when he struggled in the beginning, he they still they still let him stick it out. The light went out. <laughs> <laughs> and even his um, wasn't that bad. Chris really had yeah, a I mean, like, shot game right now. It's crazy. He's going through it. He had... Like, <laughs> he, um, the Red Sox, COVID, his light. He's, like, the main reason they're they're in the playoff race. Like, he's the reason they went out and yeah. got Castillo because, you know, in that in that stretch in July, he was, he was, like, hitting doubles and home runs every game. Yeah, I think he, like... I don't know how many games in a row he... I mean, it wasn't even about games in a row, but he was literally... Hitting a home run, almost like one or every every three games at least he had to be in July. He was yeah, take was he crazy. was taking away a run every game too. I was like, damn, he's everywhere on the field, dude. And 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 taking bases. Oh my gosh! Which brings me to my next point too is that we talked about Julio Rodriguez last episode with the stolen bases and the home runs. And I kind of actually look at Julio Rodriguez's contract not about what his stats are right now, but what they're going to be in about 8 to 10 years. And if you dive down into it, whether he's going to get those incentives or not, just take, break it down and just say 28 to 32 mil a year, anywhere in that range, for 10 to 14 years. Right. You're going to get him at an age of around 20 to 23, and I don't just say him, I'm saying players like that when you give that contract. You're going to get 10 years of their prime if they actually produce like he's producing already we talked about Adley hopefully doing that Julio's doing that which is crazy and if he's gonna do that he's worth 10 years even if you eat the last four years which actually brings me into my next point too we love Julio's contract it seems like we're all in agreement Julio's a great player we all sided with him over Adley now, contracts for someone like Judge coming up. Do you guys agree with this? Toss the money at someone like Riley, um, Michael Harris. They're going to lock up Swanson with the Braves. I'm just using the Braves as an example. We can use Julio as well. Do you toss those eight years at Judge now knowing you could lock up a prospect earlier? Ricky, since Judge might be a free agent... Seeing a guy like Julio, do you kind of want to wait more? I know Judge is an all-star, so that's a little bit of a different example. But just with some of these older players, because we look at Pujols and Miguel Cabrera, it seems like the decision is going towards these rookies. So what is your decision? Do you think guys in their 30s are going to still get these 8- to 9-year contract? Or do you think someone like Judge is going to get it Jesus, below like an 8-7? to seven? You want to? Um, that was the longest question I have ever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just kind of like I wanted to break it down. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> holy shit! I'm sorry. My bad. I'm sorry. I was trying to like. Holy shit! Mad cool. Um, I was just I was just trying to give it give the details. So, so uh, I think what what has been lost on a lot of people is that a lot of the guys that got big contracts, the position players will focus on Because, you know, pitchers' arms, they come and go. But position players, one thing I noticed is that a lot of guys that got these big contracts and it didn't work out, they were almost like 
how do I put it? They were like first baseman type corner outfielder. They had maybe some injury issues or underlying just body type issues. Like, all right. We all in hindsight know that Albert Pujols was playing a little heavy going into his 30s. That's the truth. So that, you know, led to the foot issues, this, that, and the third. Miguel Cabrera, you could almost say the same thing. Um, Giancarlo Stanton oh, yeah. got his money after go. everyone knew he already had it. Um, difference with him, it was not – the way I put it, his, his stuff wasn't freak injuries. Like, it's like, oh, my God. Like, this guy just breaks down every point. You know it's coming. With Judge, everyone talks about Judge's injury history, but his – what was his bugaboo, if you want to call it? That was like he would have a nagging uh, wrist or something like that. Or, you know what I mean? If you look at his injury history, it really isn't overly concerning. And if it does get to a point where it's like, all right, he's not the same guy in the field, that's what DH is for. And he's athletic enough that if – if it comes down to it, maybe we don't have a first baseman. Maybe he transitions. Six, seven, big target. I think he'd be excellent if he transitions out of the outfield at some point. I think there's ways that he could still be productive. I don't I don't think he's going to fall off at the plate. I actually think he's a student of the game. And, oh, this is for Chris. I looked this up the other day. <laughs> so, you know, we had a little show, hey, judge back and forth. Check this out. Check this out. You want to talk about my, my guy just points at the sky. Fucking nice. I got you. Judge's war is a 7.6. We're not even, we're just entering September. 7.6. Wow. Shohei Otano, as a pitcher, is a 4.3, I believe, or 4.2. Look this up. His hitting war is 2.9. So you combine that. Combine it, and he's still not what Judge is doing. With just his back. I love that argument, too. I would live and die by that argument. He would be second in the league in combined war behind Judge and right in front of uh, Mm. Nolan Arenado and uh, Paul Goldschmidt. If I do my homework, boy. I love that argument. You have to see that. that. Well, I just don't like the guy. He's a a Yankee. No, dude, that's the the perfect modern-day argument back to, like, the war thing. Where it's like, oh, you know, well, he pitches and he hits. Boom. Boom. That's like a bombshell on them. But, yeah, it sucks. And, I mean, (laughs) I'm talking now. Otani's scaring me. It seems like he's getting hot right now. Wrong time. Wait, wait, wait. Right now. Oh. So, I see it here. I see it here as 7.7 7 to 7.2. 7.7. 7. Who's got the 7.7? Judge got the 7. Yeah, but I mean... Either way, that's... So it's got... Otani's number 2 Even if it's 7.2. Even if it's point five, it should be it should be 2 over if he's doing both. And, oh, he's doing both. All right, well, if we're taking yeah. in what apparently helps teams, then it doesn't matter if he's doing both. That's yeah. this is the modern day argument. I'm not you know what, a, I can't. I love Otani. I told you, everyone know how we open this. That's my favorite player. It's my favorite player. If I don't check nothing in baseball, I look for what he did. Absolutely. But I know it comes in an L. Yep. This what, what's that? The the fifteenth? No, the 
twelfth letter, the twelfth letter is always coming with that dude, man. It's sad. He gotta get out of there. You know what it reminds me of? I mean, go ahead, Chris. And I'm hearing a, I'm hearing a Seattle rumor with Otani, but I'm gonna <laughs> keep that to myself. I mean, the Angels, the Angels are also no like, <laughs> Angels have won won five games in the last month, so like. They're not really. <laughs> they're not really It's hard. It's hard to have a high. It's hard to have a high war when you when your team's not winning any games. Either way, though, it reminds me of that argument where people are like, "Oh, batting average doesn't matter," but then they look at OPS. Where it's the same thing with that. Where it's like, "Oh, well, war matters," but then you look at war. And it's like, well, well, you know. I mean, at, at the. I mean, I'm not saying these. At the end of the day, at all, but. No, I mean, at the end of the day, for me, it's like, you know, Aaron Judge, if he, I, I really want him to win the MVP because of the story and everything he's done for New York and everything, but I'm really not going to be too mad if Otani wins it. Reason being is because at the end of the day, he has 29 home runs, 79 RBIs, he's hitting 269, he's had his fair share of walks, and then on top of that, pitching, he's he has a 267 ERA, he's 11-8 and eight on a, on a fuck-ass team. And he's struck out 176 batters in 128 innings. Now, I I I would understand if he wins because again, this it, you can say like it, it it's like yeah he he hits and he pitches and that shouldn't be the only argument for why he would win MVP. But at the same time, imagine how fucking hard it is to 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 do really good at both ends. You put him on any contender, they automatically probably go to the World Series this year. Like, yeah, but I mean, Aaron Judge is still my MVP. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I think Aaron Judge is he's, he's, he's definitely going to win it. Like, I'm just – Otani's, I think, closer than some people think. Like, so you're saying we got a four-person agreement no, on no, that? No, we weren't saying that he's not. I mean, we. I, I think. I mean, look if you look at Vegas, like Vegas has Judge at like minus 750 right now. Like they clearly, <laughs> he's the clear winner. Like there's no dispute. He's not gonna, like unless he. I don't even think we were saying yeah, he wasn't an MVP. On, we're just saying his Vegas war. is the mob. I wouldn't. Get I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Otani had. Otani has. 11 wins, you just said, right? And they have 56 wins altogether. So he's literally 20% of their wins come from his arm, like from when he's pitching. And Which is why I don't like war. <laughs> I, if anything, this is my argument against that's war. That's me as well. Me as well. Like so I'm like, he's on a very... Dude, I don't like war. I, I like, agree. I agree. Like, but it's crazy though. He's twenty percent of his wins. That's insane. Of the team's wins. He's so damn pitching. He's so damn good. This is and not like, an Otani hating group at all. We're just saying war is stupid. His, his <laughs> my favorite play. His yeah. last outing was, was wild. His last outing, he went like the war went, is like, seven ever. innings. Yep. Like nine Ks. Like dude's just been he's been freaking crazy down the stretch. Like and crazy. No, no runs like. For no they reason. didn't blow the game this either. Because the Angels they, they are getting none, nothing. They usually blow it too. They usually blow his leads too. Again, yeah, that's like he probably. <laughs> dude's dude. like again. You say he's. What did you say his ERA was like two sixty seven? Right, like dude. Yeah. Imagine if he was on dude, like if, like you said like the Astros or the Dodgers, but a team that'd be really cool if he actually went to was Seattle. That'd be a really cool team for him to go Seattle. to. Yeah, him yeah, playing so, alongside yeah. Julio Rodriguez and then actually pitching along and actually freaking getting the win. Hopefully. <laughs> 
don't know. The more that I'm thinking about that contract, dude, the more that I'm thinking about that Julio Rodriguez contract, the more I'm just like, dude, Seattle's building something, man. They are, they are building something. Oh yeah. I think what you have to, what we have to realize with Shohei is, the rules change with the the DH, so now the NL is completely wide open as well. You know, in terms of like where, because he wants to play where he's he's gonna play where he wants to play. Shohei, so Pittsburgh. But now, like the NL, the Orioles. <laughs> Don't burn me back. But that. I want to see Otani on the Mets. That I know that's oh, stop. I want Dude, I can I can just see him being the guy that goes to a team like like I just said the Pirates and just, just because he wants like he doesn't want all the the media attention that's going to come from going to like New York or LA but at the same time he wants to be the guy of a franchise and get them to oh, I can see him going to Seattle to be honest cuz he actually wasn't <laughs> like, wasn't going to go there at one point and like the no, 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 stop everything. Stop it. I consider Shohei to be the ultimate competitor. There's no way in the in the, the next five solar systems from this one that he's going to Pittsburgh. I, I promise you. <laughs> he's not going there. That motherfucker, yo, he will lose his mind. He might as well stand, he might as well sign a 20-year deal in Anaheim. Anaheim. In I would Angeles. actually put a finger on that. <laughs> the but... what? Would I said rather... I would bet a finger on that. Like, there's no way he's oh, going to man, Pittsburgh. Did, did you, did I know, but would you rather, him? like... He would lose his... Would you ra- he'd rather go, like, Pittsburgh. Imagine Otani... All right, yeah, Ricky. Imagine Otani going to, like, Just Detroit. rock in the blue and gold, or the black and like, gold. Like, Otani and that Detroit tied. <laughs> Dude. I, a Kansas City Royal, like, Otani... No, that's actually no. That that's fire though. No, like dude, I'm not even saying like it's a bad. Like jersey. I'm just saying like I get, like Otani, a Miami Marlin. <laughs> it just doesn't. I can't. Well, I can see it though. I can see it. Baltimore. Or... I can see the Marlins because of Kim Yang. Their, oh. I think she's the head of their um. Yes. Their player development or something like that. She's the team president. That'd be interesting. She's been. She's phenomenal. Yep, um, Arizona. The people that, that she has. What did the Angels say to get Otani in the fucking first place? It was Billy Epler, like, which is the, everybody keeps joking about the thing that like, oh, the Mets could get him because Billy Epler. But I thought the original thing, like we actually like, I'm not even joking because wearing the hat. But I actually thought that they were close with the Mariners, and then Epler came yeah. in and kind of stole him. So like, especially yeah. with he said, Julio, he said, you want to bat, you can bat. You want to pitch, you can pitch. Dude, do imagine if Julio went to frick. Or, uh, <laughs> this is LA. We don't care. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, do whatever you want to do. You want to do that? Yeah, you can do that. We're the we're the Angels. We literally don't give a single rat's ass about anything. <laughs> I don't know why. There's a part of me though that could see him going to the Dodgers. I just don't know. Dude, why, why. can't those guys no. win though? But like, besides I, this whole Otani shit, they will get. Here's where why I can can't them. the Angels win? Because they Arizona. suck. They don't pitch you. Look, the Diamondbacks. You know what I said about the about the Padres. <laughs> the Diamondbacks. Dude, the give me f- five great the, pitchers the for the Angels over the last twenty years. All of you. 20 years, I think f- top goes. five Angels pitcher. 20 years. Jared Weaver, K-Rod. Rodriguez. K-Rod. 
Who else? Like, there's no. They have no pitching. Otani, like. What do you mean, John Lackey? Yeah, but John all right, Lackey. one guy in John twenty Lackey years. Great. He was good. Yeah, Dude, yeah, I can name was, you. I can name you. Thor, Harvey, Degrom, even Wheeler in one year. Dude, why do you gotta bring the Mets? I can name you. Pitchers about. Dude, I can name you even the Yankees pitching <laughs> All right, Strasburg, Scherzer, Corbin, like, who do you want? I'm just saying, like, there's so many good pitchers over the league. Dude, just like, yeah, my team that has the two best pitchers in the league. I don't even like The Red Sox had Clemens, Pedro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and that was on one one team. Like, who do they have over 20 years? They go, like... Trout's good, Otani's good, Rendon's good, but like they have no pitching. They had Dylan, Dylan Bundy had like a ERA out of nowhere the last. Rodriguez years. was lights out. No, I know, but I'm saying like that's out. one guy. Like Yankee, give me any Yankees <laughs> staff. Get like I said, they Strasburg, Scherzer. Like I, I really didn't mean the Mets. I'm just oh, saying they had, like they had Jim Abbott who had one hand. <laughs> and dude, and he was good, and he was good. But I'm saying, like, dude, he was, I, give me like a, I mean, they did, a they powerhouse did Angels staff. Here's, here's here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> the Angels won the World Series in 2002. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. Ooh. How did they do that? I mean, against Barry Bonds, Vlad Guerrero, Vet, Barry, Barry Bonds, and the Mets lost to the Royals. Barry Bonds <laughs> went to the plate 30 times. He was eight of seventeen, four fifty batting average. He had like four home <laughs> runs, and two two of those seventeen were strikeouts. Like the dude yeah, was crazy. They walked, they walked him thirteen times in a six game series, bro. Totally, I feel like <laughs> thirteen <laughs> times. That's he hit crazy to think about. How do you how do you think Barry Bonds woke up every morning? That, okay, that's my next question. How like do you guys this? like? What do you think he did? Like, moment he woke up and just he yeah he stabbed himself. Know. That's what he did every morning. What are you talking I don't, about? I can't I can't imagine that. Like, nah, what I imagine Bonds, is like this. Barry Bonds woke up. He had a no, grapefruit. He he brushed his organic teeth, sugar. Nah, he said he sells the flaxseed. Flax so he, he, he put some flaxseed on top of his grapefruit. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what he ate. He had that grapefruit. The I just like, I, had I, I had shake. <laughs> I imagine this like this this big brolic guy waking up in like an all white like his covers are white like everything is just clean and then he gets out of bed in and like white robe and then he like he looks in the mirror and he's like hello God what are we gonna accomplish today his earring <laughs> then Morgan Freeman from and then he like he like splashes <laughs> and then he like splashes water over his face. And then he just goes downstairs, and it, he just it just turns like it just gets bad, like just crazy music. He starts playing. He starts like punching himself in the face. He just fucking injects himself. In the <laughs> like he just starts like turning into a fucking animal. <laughs> just... Dude, he's just he's injecting all day. <laughs> Just like fucking chews on some fucking barbed wire, like just <laughs> fucking puts a puts a shoe in the microwave and then eats it after. Like I don't know, man. So I feel like that guy is. 
Yo. <laughs> I can definitely see him eating dog food. Dog food. Dude looks down at his dog and he's like, you know what? That, that kind of looks good. Just reaches down, picks it up like this because his hands are fucking. No, he picks up the dog like... first with one hand and then moves it out of the way and then gets down. <laughs> A fucking Yo, the biggest pit bull on earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like a brolic pit bull. And he picks it up and it looks like a little squeaky toy. He's like, and it just like drops it. <laughs> oh my goodness! All Move, this, boom. right? All this just to go to the stadium and see like one or two pitches that that he did. And those one or two pitches that he could hit, he was just like fucking. He would hit that shit and be like, why would you pitch to me in the first place, bitch? I'm having the most chaotic morning every morning just to freaking see one pitch every day. What the hell? Like, yo, that, yo, I'm surprised he ain't charged him out every game. Like, you gonna walk me again? Like, just with the bat. Like, I can just imagine, like, like in 2000, remember in 2008 when they just didn't want to sign him anymore and they kind of just blackballed him from the league? So how I imagined is, like, he, like, fucking, after they told him, like, it's done, you're not coming back, like, he messaged the owners, like, fucking individually with, like, a fucking gun in his hand and, like, a, his, like, muscle up in the screen. He's like, I don't even need this gun, but I'll fuck you up. You better sign me. You ain't kicking me out the league. He wants to play like gun in one hand, the uh, sleeve rolled up on the other. <laughs> oh my god, that's enough dude. right there. No, that guy was that's a stick. That up. guy was different, man. Yo, Chris, you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling. Yo, Bob Wire. <laughs> Bob chilling. Name, name this episode Bob Wire. I mean, man. <laughs> so what do you what do you guys think about um? The Steven Strasberg contract. Bro, he won the ring. He gets the contract. That's the deal. He gets the money. He deserves. Yeah, I mean. He deserves every cent. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking crazy that the latest update you'll see for Steven Strasberg is that he's doing nothing at all. How many more years do you have yeah. left? No, six? how many more punches can that the Nationals take? Like, it's just stupid at this point. <laughs> like, it's. Dude, just. It's bad enough that this Julio Rodriguez contract, I was like, damn, we could have fucking offered that to Juan Soto, but made the contract turn into, like, fucking $800 million and with some crazy-ass incentive. I don't know. Why didn't you guys get creative? You guys just wanted to yeah. give him fucking 15 years and some, some bullshit. <laughs> Saxby, I'm sorry, but the Mets haven't won a World Series since 1986. Just be glad you got one right now, because it's going to be a long haul. That's, that's your issue, man. That's an issue you're going to have to deal with for a while, too. Just, it's, by episode 256, you're going to be like, you know, man, man, I kind of agree with you. That's four, kind of that's like five you, years from now. <laughs> you know, alright, so, you know what, I'm being generous. Episode 1056, you're going to be saying the same thing. You know what, I agree with you. <laughs> Dude, that's like 20 years. Jesus, man, you're like, you're trying to... Hey, hey, Chris, man. I'm messing, I'm messing. How, how, how you feel about Devin staying? Rivers? Is it happening? Um, Do you want to give him 30, 30 a year? I mean, I, I always wish, I For wish the Red Sox kept all their players. Like, I wish the Red Sox weren't so cheap in terms of like, you know, like I hate seeing Mookie leave, you know. You just for nothing. You saw, 
Yeah, like you know, even even Perdue! like <laughs> even like yeah. I mean, <laughs> Michael Chavis. But, oh wait. I mean, <laughs> I think it's it's weird because Hudson what's Potts. weird right now is is there's not really Benintendi. the the prospects. The, a lot of the prospects the Red Sox have are infielders. So you know, there's Downs, there's Meyer, there's uh, Sasis or Sasas or C A S A S Sasas. I don't know how to say his last name. How do you say? How do you say it? C A S A S. Carcass. Hmm. How do you pronounce that? Carcass? No, it's it's his name's <laughs> it's C A S A S Sasas Sasis I don't know, but uh, it's just they have they have a weird dynamic. Like I don't I don't get why they went and got oh, Eric Cosmer. I, I gotta put this like, on. That's why Eric Cosmer makes some sense because they have the Sasas Sasis coming up. Whatever his name is, he he might come see. He might come up this. His name's not Carcass. Sasson. His name's no way it's Carcass. <laughs> I'm just... Look look it up. Look at it look him up. Cadaver? <laughs> no, but I mean like When it comes to the Red Sox, man, I mean it, you guys just like you guys gave up Mookie Betts for like nothing. Like you guys could if you guys were gonna nothing. still cause you guys are still trying nothing. to compete what how my how long has it been? Like three years now, four years? Four years, yeah. <laughs> four, four long years. But yeah, so it's been COVID. it's been COVID. four years. So it it's like it's been four years. You guys are they, still trying to compete four years later. Wow. So what was the point of the trade? If you guys knew you were going to continue competing, I mean, save money, yeah. But that's what makes no life. sense. It make that's when they 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 just being cheap. They're just fucking being cheap. Because, like, when dude, they like, did right that, now, I thought it was, like, rebuild time. And then all of a sudden, so they, they just didn't they trade extend, anybody else. I was like... Yeah, they extended JD. They gave, like, they gave him the option. Like, they they re-signed Sale long-term. And, uh... That's crazy. What? And, and you know what's wild about that, too, is that, like you just said, they got nothing. Imagine the Mookie Betts hype in the Sotos, like, now. Like... Dude, when Soda was getting traded, it was everywhere. But they waited too what long. The they waited. They waited too long to get rid of him. Like what if they, they, if they were gonna yeah, get something no, like that, they had I to mean, give him. They have to give him up at the deadline. They weren't in wait, a position to get him stuff. Yeah, too long for them to deal Juan Soda. No no, 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 no. I'm saying that like even the Mookie bets, like they got like there wasn't that much hype. Like they got shafted, man. Like even if it was a half a in year, like time, it's still freaking Mookie bets. Yeah. When it happened, like it. I was like... And I've... Ever dude, since it, Mookie Betts has become, like, overly good, and we're... Hint, hint, we're going to get into this later. He's been in my top five MLB players. Like, like, that's just not a talent you just give up like that to get almost nothing back. It's... It was weird. Like, how do you... How do you salary dump Mookie Betts? Remember, it was... I have no idea. They salary dumped Mookie Betts. It was... Remember, it was Trout and Mookie for a while. He's been top five for, like, going on six, Dude, seven you're almost years. talking. Dude, you're almost talking about coming up on a decade, if you can believe it. Pretty much, yeah. 
Dude, 2016 is like four, three to four years away. Dude, I used to look at people real stupidly when when Mookie was first like a rookie in second year and shit, and they were comparing him to Bryce Harper for no reason at all, and I would get mad at that because Bryce Harper was on the Nationals. And I was like, there's no way. He'll never even be close to Bryce, and wow, he's better. Dude, even Bryce Harper, hasn't he been around for almost 10 years? Yeah. I mean, they just didn't want to bait the guy, like... And it sucks because even if you don't want to pay the guy, how did you not get more? Yeah, I'm giving him the world. Nah. You know what's sad though is that we're actually all four of us are close to being in the same boat. Is because, I mean, Chris, no you guys got you. lucky. <laughs> Chris, Chris, and you not just both a, won a World not Series. Not even a, a canoe. Yo, I got a tractor out back with like a rusty wagon. We could all hop on that. No. I mean, I've, 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 that, that I'm sounds, like, that sounds, that's... not that I'm content with that. <laughs> not that I'm content without seeing another World Series, but you know, for me anyway, like I was at a World Series that my team played in, so like I'm sad. like I could die tomorrow from COVID. No, no, wow. no! I'm saying that you guys have seen a Golly. World Series, but you also both <laughs> no, know. I need, star my, I need my ship before. I, I don't care how many I've seen. I need no, so players. I think so. Basically, what you're I'm saying is, Chris, that. is that because like Mookie Betts and the Red Sox won. You're, it just is what it is. I mean, that's how I feel about Juan Soto. So, I mean, like at this point, like, I mean, they did. I mean, they did get. I mean, I'm not gonna say they did. Like, it's exciting, but. Jeter Downs has still yet to really make his mark, so you know, see what he does. But the fact y'all have a shortstop named Jeter Downs just let y'all know where cloud chasing gets you. That's exactly what y'all get. I mean, and relief, that's exactly relief what y'all get. Derek ups. Yeah, I, I just, I just think like if you look back, if you look back at the like, there wasn't. I don't know what they were doing. Like, who who the fuck knows? Because they, you know they what, did Chris? stupid shit. Like, they kept JD. Like, you know, they could have got rid of him during the trade deadline. They pick up Hosmer. You know, like, what the fuck? Like, who knows what the Red Sox are thinking right now? I'm I'm going to open this can of worms right now. I'm going to put a gun to your head, Chris. Sorry, I know you have COVID. I don't mean to pull out any guns. I don't, you know. But who's your top five MLB players right now? Top five? Like personal, yes. like who I like the most. Nope. Who who do you think are the top five MLB players in the league right now? Pitcher, pitcher, hitter, bang, man, go. Whoever you think it is, who who pitcher are the top pitcher. five? The doesn't I mean, matter anybody. 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 One uh, five. I would say, in order, top five. I'm just gonna throw out five yeah. names. Okay. I'm, I'm oh. throwing out five names in no particular order. I'm gonna say uh, Sandy. Um, Sandy Koufax, <laughs> Al Contreras, <laughs> oh, easily. He's wow. He's top five player. Like, top. I know that's why I was a little thrown off. Not, not all time. Like it, like in ML, no, like, right now, right like, now, this, like this everything, season, everything right? considered. Not not to see like everything considered. This season. Like, who's I mean, like you put like, Sandy, no, you put Sandy like, on any team. There, he's probably got okay. twenty wins. It's a good argument. Um, I actually was gonna. I, I think he's he's probably I think he's the best starter easily right now. He's been consistent for several years. Hell yeah. Um. Oh yeah. 
He's just taking it to another level. Man. Why him, Verlander? Sack seems a little offensive. Verlander. Give me, give me, uh, Joe Hay. Give me Aaron Judge, and give me. I'm gonna give me Goldsmith. That's what I would go with. I don't know, Mike Trout. Mike Trout, no way. Oh, Mike Trout. No way. Right now? Top take. Top five best players this year. Nah, not this, this year. year. Just everything considered. Who, who oh, I thought five. you said that was this oh. year. No, no, I, I, I thought I was, I thought like, I was right pretty loud about everything considered. Yeah, like, just, who's your top five? Like, right now, like, oh, yeah, I mean, like, like, I'll just stay, I'll stay That's with current, those. current. You yeah, those are, my, those are my top okay. five. You mean current Put some, players, put some respect yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, either way, current Mike, players. Fuck Mike Trout, yeah. Yo, Ricky, who, who's, your, who's your top five? Um, we, yeah, and real quick, y'all, we, we, we segwayed. Right before I could say, yo, I think um, Betts is chasing Roberto Clemente. I think he he might be, he might when it's all said and done become be better, be looked at and revered better than the great Roberto Clemente. But that's for another, that's for another time. Um, top five, um, Shohei. Of course, I got got the boy up there. I got Judge up there. Um, after that, it gets a little murky, but. I'm gonna go. So you said we got Shohei and Judge. Yes. Okay. This is gonna. I, I'm probably gonna get killed. I got two <laughs> the guys that are coming off injury and one is suspended right now, and that's Acuna and Fernando Tatis. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's. Yeah. I was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This guy. My, my fifth guy, I'm totally banking it on potential, even though he's shown me enough. I, I'm, I'm actually going to get Julio again. That's a good and, call. That's a good ooh, call. Who is hot take no, city no, up in here? No, 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 no. I got time to bring it back. I can't do that. He's my honorable mention. A healthy DeGrom, what, what are we talking about? Okay. DeGrom got to be. Ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking call. Wolfie? Call. He got to be in there. Uh, So... I agree with most of what everybody says. I'm going to obviously go Otani. I'm going to go Judge. Uh, DeGrom is in there. I'm going to kind of, like, pair the next two. I know we're going to do five. It's kind of hard because there is one guy I'm going to add in at the end for, like, a bonus. Uh, Verlander's definitely in there. Chris, you brought that up. He's been just such a workhorse his whole career. Verlander is definitely... Scherzer is one of the best players in the league. Uh, and you know what? So I'm going to go hot three take, starting pitchers though, in your top five? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And you That's know what? what I'm going to just sprinkle in a little bit of sprinkling of like that sixth, fifth player. I think we just saw it today. And you know what? I know it's all the years combined. But right now, Diaz is one of the best players in the league. I'm, all right. All right. But um, we're asking top five, sir. So are you saying? Yeah, so that's why. Yes. So I'm cutting him out. I'm cutting. So you're putting. Yeah, so ba- but basically, you're saying Basically, Edwin Diaz they're is my sixth. five. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but like, like I said, he's like my sprinkle on top. Edwin? He's my honorable mention. Was an honorable mention? I don't know. Ryan, Ryan Brazier's been in tougher spots than Edwin you're Davis. <laughs> oh, dude. 
Goldie's better, Arenado's better, but just to try to mix it up because everybody's doing the same take to give that little, like, you know, who's an important player. Diaz is Edwin Diaz, number six in the MLB, boys. Yo, you know who has, yep. who has more rigs? Hot take of the day. Who has more rigs than Edwin Diaz? Daniel Bard. Kirk Neuenheis, I think, does. All right, I'm going to give my top five, so... Kevin Plowecki might have more rings, to be honest. Woo! So my, um, I'm gonna give my honorable mentions Leo. first, oh, and then it's definitely not Edwin Diaz. Oh, 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 no, 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 no! You can't do it first. I, I'm, I took the bullet to say Diaz. Okay, fine. Now, all, right, all of a sudden, whatever. it's like, oh, hey, here's my sixth. No, 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 that's not how it works. I mean, I mean, my sixth isn't no fucking, you know, Edwin Diaz. It's Jacob Degrom, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm just messing. I'm messing. I had I had to give my hot random take of it. Nah, man, you believe that? It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be an episode <laughs> without it. That was, that was Edwin, it wouldn't be an episode without it. You know why? Because the trumpets. He's, 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 Dude, we didn't no talk mess, about the Mets enough. Right. It had to come through. No, and I'm not saying Edwin Diaz is a scrub. I love. I actually, I really like him. But like number six MLB player in the league is just crazy. Oh, absolutely not. Like I said, he's the master. All right, so number one for me, and I have him in order. Number one is Shohei. He does. He does it all. Um, that it doesn't take away from the MVP being, you know, number two. Aaron Judge is my number two player in the league. I think he's past Mike Trout, who's my number three. Who I feel like you guys got to give a lot more love because even though he's injured, we know he is a top five player when he's on the field. Um, Mookie Betts is going to be number four for me. And number five, I, I, I don't care if he's struggling. He's Even though he's struggling, he's still doing everything that we need him to do from a top player, and that's Juan Soto. That's number five. You can't I, I can't deny that guy. And then my honorable mentions were DeGrom and Scherzer. They were six and seven. Arenado was eight. Goldschmidt was nine. And Acuna was ten. And by the way, just to actually kind of clear something up, there is one player we haven't mentioned that I actually do think should get a real honorable mention. Cody Bellinger. Machado actually is oh. a really good player. Machado's oh. been playing very well the last couple of years. He's, he's, like, he's you know, Diaz aside, was just... Oh, if we, if we had a top five favorite top players five. in the league, he's in that. Oh, no, no. I, I, like I said, because I really obviously wouldn't take Diaz over Mookie Betts. Well, but why... Saying, like, Machado's actually a good, like... I could put him in like, the top five. I could even make you could make the argument. I mean, you could you Freddie, make, uh, you could make take, Freddie Freeman. You could put him in the top five. Oh, That's Freddie Freeman and then uh, J Ram. J Ram was the other guy I had up there. He no one talked about him either. When he's on, he's one of the top five hitters in the league. One of the top yeah. five losers uh, in the Ramirez. league. Jose Ramirez. Jose <laughs> Ramirez. Top five <laughs> yeah. player. No, 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 I said top five hitter. I mean, you could also... He's, when he's on... I mean, Vladdy... Like, yeah. tons he can take over a whole month. Well, with that, we're going we're gonna to take it to break. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was a good first half of an episode. Uh, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. But what I wanna what I wanna lead off the second half with with is discussing an important series that just took place. Uh, that series being the Atlanta Braves squaring off with the St. Louis Cardinals. 
Now, that happened last weekend going into, into, well, no, yeah, last weekend, Friday through Sunday. So how it went down was that the, the Braves, they made a statement in game one. Uh, Strider pitched pretty well. Uh, the, the Cardinals got rocked. The Braves won 11-4. Uh, Quintana was the pitcher in that one. He took the loss there. Uh, but the next game, the, the Braves blew it. They lost 6-5. to five. They, they gave up a bases-loaded walk to lose the game. Kenley Jansen blew the... He got the blown save and the loss. And in the third game, the Braves blew it again, and they lost 6-3. to three. They had a late lead. Uh, Helsey got the win for the Cardinals, and the, the Cardinals win that series, ultimately. So... Ricky, since you know you and I are the, the guys that kind of feud over the Cardinals for whatever reason, <laughs> Jomo, uh, what, what did yeah. you think about the series? Car- Cardinals take it in. They, they took the series two to one. Uh, forgive me. My mic had cut off real quick. Um, but uh, I, I feel like the Braves are just a deeper team. Um, I, what My takeaway from the series itself, it doesn't tell me anything if these two teams were to collide in the postseason. Um, We've been seeing a real two-man show all year from Goldie and and Nato. And have we brought up any other third Cardinal in that lineup? Has anybody? Like, from playoff time, any other third Cardinal in that lineup? Doing and you're, you're ta- work. And you're talking about besides Arenado and Goldschmidt? Yeah. Go to Google.com, man. Search up Tommy oh, no. Edmund, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in the box school, so, You know what I mean? Tyler O'Neill is starting to pick it up. Dylan is really good against left-handed pitching. D- Dylan Carson. Carson. Um, but they got holes, man. Ah. I think they got... They're going to do their thing because they're a team that is veteran-laden. They have experience. And they they just got good vibes going. Of course, with what uh, Pujols is doing, chasing 700. Um, Wayno, of course. Just great locker room. Just great feel-good. Again, I said it before, sports writers want this team to go as far as possible. But the Braves are just, and I was going to say Wolf the one, I to say this, but the, the the Braves got some shit, man. They're like an AL, old school AL team, man. They like one through nine, hell. And they have the pitching. And their bullpen is on, I can't say on steroids because we're talking baseball, so that, that, that's going to that's gonna cast, you know, Crit- has uh, rumors, but no, I, I really, I, I think ultimately Atlanta is going to run through that team when the chips are down. Well, Chris, what uh, what's your t- what's your take? Because you are basically you're basically going to be like shown as dying for like half this whole podcast. <laughs> I just want to like, go oh. and like, shake him to make sure he's alive. And you like you like died during that take. Chris what's up? <laughs> Like the Homer Simpson. Yo, honestly, yeah, he just is gonna like sink back was, into the curtains. What was what was the craziest part of the the series was the fact that 
it was Jansen or Jensen who fucking gave up the he, he walked the guy to lose the game like what like I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think you know count the Braves out for the the playoffs or anything but it was a it was a moment and he's had he had another moment like that when he when he blew a save against the Dodgers and you know I don't know. I just think that the Cardinals, the Cardinals have a very good infield. Like they're 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 all four of their guys in the infield are very good. And then you have Yachty behind the plate. Mm-hmm. Like they're very, they have a lot of uh, you know the veterans. Three people retiring. I mean Wainwright's money when he's like I want to say the Cardinals are probably like I want to say Wainwright when he pitches, he's like the most consistent like the the cardinals have the most wins with wainwright versus like anyone else in them will be like when they pitch if that makes sense like they just win when he's on the mound. yeah they, they, it's like they, the the run support is probably through the roof for him because i i see him win a lot of seven to three eight to four games sometime he may give up two or three runs uh but he gets a lot of them on his days. He pitched the the bats come come to come alive for sure. But I don't know how much you want to guarantee, you know count on that. I mean, you know I, mean? I I don't like I said. I don't, I don't think the Braves. You know, I don't think you count the Braves out because that one series or anything like that. I think you know they have some distractions right now. They're just with the uh, Azunia and just gotta get rid of. I mean, they're talking about voiding his contract or trying to, but I I don't think you. You hang up the the whole series on just you know the whole season on that series, but it was it did show that you know they're not untouchable. They're definitely not untouchable. And the Cardinals, they have oh, they no. have dudes who who it's I don't know. The Cardinals are just they're that team that just never goes away. You know they're very they have a lot of experience too. Wolfie, I mean. You guys hit a lot on it. The Cardinals are a scary team. And we talked about it last week, too, when we broke down the pool holes thing, like how good their team is with Yachty and uh, their bullpen with Hazley, um, all their pitching staff. But the thing is, which makes me laugh, is that the Braves finally faced a good team. And I don't even want to say they got exposed. They played hard. But it's just more that this is going to be an interesting playoff run. The Cardinals are a good team. They finally took that division. The Braves are a good team, but they finally clashed. Goldie, obviously, is that good. Arenado's great. You know, even when you have, like, a team with Acuna and Swanson and Riley, it's crazy to think the Cardinals still took them on and win. Even with the Mets having these things, you know, with uh, Lindor and Alonzo McNeil beating the Braves, like, they're clearly they can be beaten. So, if anything, it just shows that this postseason is going to be so, so exciting. Because anybody can beat anybody. Mets tonight with the Bra- uh, with the Dodgers, Braves with the Cardinals. Uh, you know what? It's 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 going to be exciting. I mean, the Dodgers got the Dodgers mm-hmm. got to lose once in a while. I mean, they got well, it's the same thing. I with mean, the, they got ninety wins, dude. It's the yeah. same thing with the Braves. Plus, the Good Braves also again. just lost to the Rockies before that, which actually kind of reminds me. I wonder what they're doing tonight against the Rockies. Yeah. But clearly, they they can yeah. be beaten as well. They won. Did they win? I, I think sure. anyone anyone yeah. could be beaten this year except for the. I mean, I don't know. 
the Dodgers. Dodgers, they can easily, they can, their pitchers can get rocked. I mean, they did, Tony just went down too. But that's, you know what's scary? You know what's scary right now is there's a lot of uh, aces going down. McClanahan just went down. Verlander went down. Ah. Uh, So Verlander, McClanahan, Tony Gonsolin went down yesterday. Uh, Cade, Cade Cavalli went down. <laughs> oh, wow. They, okay, the Braves did win. <laughs> he didn't go, yeah, I mean, he didn't go down. He didn't go down. They were like, he was all, all he right, was all, kid, he was already we're, we're going to fake an injury, so your first career start is not the worst ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, my opinion on the series is that yeah. You know, Ricky, and I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna kind of come at, at your take a little bit. Is that this series did did tell a lot, honestly. Uh, one thing is that, that 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 first game specifically when Quintana got rocked, I think you know if there's one weakness that the Cardinals do have, it's their it's their starting pitching, and I think this series right here be, is the perfect position for both teams because there's a good chance they're going to play in the playoffs or they're going to be playing similar teams in the playoffs. So for this series, I think you can tell everything right from it. And for the Cardinals, they, they know that they need to tighten their starting pitching after this. I think they're going to take this month to really figure out who those top three guys are, top four guys are. And I think from this series alone, you got a good look at that. Quintana's just not going to be one of them. And oh, the, the other thing um, for the Cardinals is that they have clutch. They have the clutch hitting. They have the, the situationally. They were perfect against the Braves, damn near perfect. I mean, they lost 11 to four in the first game, but those those next two games, the timely hitting was there. Everything was there for them. Um, so that I thought that was that was huge for them. And on the Braves side, is that they have the offense, they have the capable starting pitching, but at the end of the day, I think their bullpen needs a lot of work because this was an important series, and if your if your relievers are blowing it in, in an important series like this I just I don't know you gotta work on it I think I definitely their weakness is the bullpen I just count on good hitting a little more than time and I say that because it just takes those like alright let's say the Cardinals draw like the the Mets or something hello you know uh, uh, a, another team or something <laughs> like that but if you if you're facing a team with a uh, one, two, three, beat with you know some beast ace. They they can they can. I don't want to I don't want to say this because they they've been a great story. I, I think they're candidate to get swept, depending on their matchup. Ooh. Yeah, brooms. The Cardinals, Cardinals, brooms, brooms. No way. Brooms. What do you think we talking about? What do you think we talking about? The the Dodgers is no in the powerhouse. I'm at that line. So as it stand, as it stands right now, they're they're number they're number three. They're right now. If they finish third, I believe that they would face the sixth seed, which is probably going to be the Phillies or the Padres. Now, if they draw either one of those teams, the Cardinals will advance. Let me not sound crazy. They they could beat either team and well. And pretty oh, handy. I mean, it's, it's from a not even that I don't see the Cardinals. Oh, being, wow. Like, it's <laughs> not that I don't even think the Cardinals will go all the way. It's just that I don't see them losing or, like, not even winning one game against the teams. Like, they could definitely win a game against the Mets, 
the Braves, the Dodgers. If they just took two out of three from the Braves, I don't see them getting swept. What that did, doesn't mean they're going to win. Ricky, tell me, with the Braves last year, right, how did they win the World Timely Series? Timely hitting. By taking more teams than their opponent. <laughs> Timely hitting and what else? Their bullpen, right? We, we can safely a, say their bullpen snapped there. last yeah, year in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. yeah, you can say their bullpen. Mm-hmm. My, my whole point to that is I think it's, especially with how pitching is right now, we, we don't see it right now because pitchers are dominating games because of how the balls are, whatever you want to say. Um, I think the bullpen is the most important piece because let's say, for example, you know, your big ace doesn't pitch well. Who's, who's the big ace on, on the Braves? Let's say Max Fried, and he's done it before in the postseason where he's laid an egg. If he, if he doesn't have a good start, let's say he gives up you know, four runs in the first inning and they take him out, you have to trust your bullpen to get you all the way to the end of the game. And if you're telling me Jansen, because in that scenario, Jansen's going to have to at least eat an inning, no matter what shape he's in, if he's pitched the, the prior three nights or not, he's going to have to be in that. And if you're going you're gonna to tell me that he's going to, in a big game, he's going to give up a walk with the bases loaded. <laughs> and we're I back. Mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> so you're, you guys are angry. sleeping on the Cardinals bullpen, though. The bullpen, the Cardinals No, bullpen that's what I'm saying is the... The Cardinals have a top bullpen, and they have the timely hitting. Yep, I agree. It's going to be a tough series no matter who they play. They got a, the I think Mets, they got a better Braves, chance than the Mets. The Dodgers, any of those teams. Dude, playing the, any the playoffs in general is going to be nuts. By the way, man. just a quick round back to something that was said earlier. Chris, because you brought up Alcantara, who's just got phenomenal stats. The one thing that's wild to me is he leads the league in innings pitched, right? With 185.2. And, and also, he leads in complete games. He's actually 10th on the list in strikeouts. And one of the guys that's above him is just shocking to me, which is Charlie Morton. It just, I don't know, it just doesn't sound right to me that Charlie Morton has more strikeouts. Charlie Morton found something with that slider, curveball, whatever it is, it just transformed him. Because he always from? had the, the just, velo. Right? It's just like, dude, it's just, but it's just saying those names. Whatever he found just turned him into I some mean, other shit. And he's, and the, Braves, the Braves are deep, though. They're deep. And the, That's what I'm saying. It's just deep, man. Well, here's what I'm doing. Listen, if I'm, if I'm him, Sandy Alcantara, I'm picking up my iPhone 13 Pro Max because we know that's what he has. I guarantee it. I'm going to Uber.com. This this is this is him in the off season. I'm going to fucking Uber.com, and I am getting myself the fuck out of Miami because what what's about to happen here, and it sucks, is because he's there till 2027 unless they trade him or whatever. Like, this guy, man, he's on track to be an all-time pitcher. Like, based on the stats that you said, Wolfie, and the fact that he's pitching complete games, he's not – he's been very healthy since entering the league. Um, it, it, well, his first full season, I should say, in 2019. But, like, looking at his stats here, I mean, to have an ERA of 3, 3.19, to pitch 200 innings and have 201 strikeouts, this was his, his stats last year – and and have a nine and fifteen record. That's just gross. Like we could be looking at the next Felix Hernandez with this guy. Oh, and gosh. that would be awful. No, uh, we, we we hope and pray that don't happen. 
Derek Jeter's going to turn the franchise around. He's out. He's, he's already he's gone. Out, he left bro. there too. He's left. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. That's the point I was gonna make. <laughs> I just mentioned Kim Kim Yang or whatever her name. Like, bro, Jeter was like, "Yo, he 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 went on he went on the Uber app and he said, yeah, what's the no, price to go to New York from here? Yep. All right. Yeah. No. No. I'm out of here now. I got a documentary to make. Fuck these guys. He beat Sandy to the app. He was like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> It's it's sad because they've compiled one of the best rotations that that have been in the league for the past you know since they've had Jose Fernandez, and it's just like it's just not equating into a winning process. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> yeah. Fuck the White Sox first off. So when they when they hired Tony Larusa, right? Here's how here's how I envisioned it going, right? So they sat down and they were like, okay, we're not gonna hire anyone that can actually help us win. So we want to do something crazy. So they all came up with like 10 names and they put Tony La Russa last because, you know, just to, just as a joke, they put him last, just just to say they had a top 10 list. why not? And then the first nine guys were, it was just so stupid that they, that they didn't hire them. So they were like, do we even call Tony La Russa? I mean, he's mad old, he's probably like, you know, sitting in a rocking chair out in Wyoming somewhere on his back porch knitting or whatever he was doing at the time, drinking a, a full pint of Jack Daniels. And no, no ice. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, they called him and they were like, hey, man, so we got this bet going on that, you know, you know we're pretty sure you're going to say no, but, you know, we're betting on how you're going to say no. So do you want to come in at the White Sox? And he's like, and, and then he's like, yeah, why not? And then everyone just fucking looks around. Don't even know if it's a good idea or not, but they just sign him. They sign him over the phone, and Tony Larusa just gets his trousers on, heads to Chicago, and just ruins everything because they have a really good, like, group of talent. Their core is enviable, man. Like, nothing to show for. Lance Lynn doesn't even want to play there anymore. He's got like a what, like in the nine ERA or whatever he has. That whole team is just I don't understand. Lucas Giolito so totally just said fuck this shit. But uh, fuck this. What's is it, it bad that I'm really happy right? for Lucas Giolito not being good? Yeah, that is kind of messed What's up, that? bro. <laughs> He's all about like the stream. Oh, 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 there you go. <laughs> They're enjoying that Adam Eaton uh... feel still, I guess. Or, <laughs> or not. One of the other. Not like that was a crazy deal. But yeah, I, wish I, I mean, kept did that, by the way, I wish I kept Lucas. Just to make like a really, really loose comparison, it's like not saying at all. Obviously, star wise and that, but it kind of reminds me of like the Angels, where it's like they have such good talent in certain spots. I don't understand how they're so bad. Where it's like they shouldn't be this bad. I could see under like, like you said, they're right now uh, sixty four and sixty six. Like I could like, how are you at least not four to f- six games over five hundred. When you have, like, Minnesota, Baltimore, obviously Toronto's good, like, Seattle's 72 and 58. How are you guys not even 500? It's just, like... I keep saying they top heavy. Oh, apparently, man. <laughs> oh, they're just not cutting it. There's a lot of top heavy teams. I'm telling you. And I mean, I get it. They've had their, their they've had their bad luck with injuries, but they're deep to the point where, like... An injury to like Eloy Jimenez shouldn't have hurt them that bad. Oh yeah. Or yeah, Lance yeah. Lynn not playing in the first half of the season should not have hurt them bad that bad. Yeah. But um. Like I don't even 
Liam Hendricks, I got it. It it sucks. <laughs> they got so much good talent. It's just for no fucking reason either. Get Tim Anderson out of there, man. Tim want to go. He's he's done. He's sick of that place. And Chris, do you want to do your your normal uh, your normal plug for the the Guardians? I uh, I just think that. Uh... Yeah, the fucking White Sox suck. Yo, you beat me to it. I was about to be like, Young Moolah, baby. The White Sox just The White Sox just suck. Yep. They just suck. We all knew the Cardinals. We all knew the Royals were going to suck, but... Man, the White Sox suck. I, I just feel bad for, like, the people that sat there and were like, Yeah, Biggest our White Sox are going to... They're gonna, we got Tony LaRusso, we're going to do it all this yeah. year. Yeah. It's crazy to it's me. It's crazy because they have Dylan Cease, too. You know what? You know what? Dylan Cease. The, the White Sox pick got the wrong old guy. They should have called Buck. Nah, you know they... <laughs> and it's crazy to and me I'm because sorry. they're only six games behind, which in this division is like... That's, that's like two games. So... Three... Like, my thing is, how do you not sit there and with all the talent that's sitting there, with Tony LaRusa, your legendary manager, how they're just not sitting there like, oh, man, we're, we're six behind. Maybe we should just fucking figure it out and start winning. I think we can do – there's no one in that clubhouse, I think, that's just sitting there like, yeah, we can come back. And it's totally possible. But they've lost five in a row, and they're two and eight in their last ten. And they're still six behind. Wait, have I don't even think it matters. <laughs> Yo. What blows me away, too, is looking at this division, you have Yo. Kansas Yo, City Tommy, Royals at I just 53 did a check and on Grandal. And then you have yeah. the Angels at it's, 56 is... and 74. They only have oh, three more wins than the Kansas City Royals. That is this sad. When you have a team with Otani and Trout his and Rendon, is and you higher have like three own, more wins than his own base City percentage. Royals How do you even do that? No, no, no. His, wow, oh, you guys got real. Like, I can see why the owner is getting kind of shoved out the door. Yo, it, yo, his hitting. Yo, Wolf, his OPS is like 550. That is Let me guess, he's played like... <laughs> Yo, that Holy fuck, he's played in 74 games? I haven't heard about him <laughs> once. I haven't either. He's going home with 18 million. He's living a better life. I thought he played like 10 games and got hurt again or something. I promise I, I, I could get a 600. I, yes, I actually, right I'm literally Dude, like. The slugging percentage is 259. I have to actually see it with my own eyes. Like, how is this? He's hit three home runs and then I think nothing but singles. <laughs> I think Ray Ordonia is swinging wow. back. Wow. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> Bartolo is a legend. Oh, they're paying him 18 mil this Dude, year. His next. last seven games, he has a 391 on base. He has a 222 OP uh, slugging. Oh I feel like I could hit the ball. God. I feel like I could hit the ball better 
on accident Yo, slugging wise. We can have like a whole Yasmani Grandal. <laughs> Dude, I think Bar Bartolo Colon is Dude, a better slugger. A than that. He's making he's making <laughs> yeah, more millions this year than yeah. he's gonna score runs. Whack. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yo, he's gonna. He's making more millions this year than he's gonna score runs. He only scored nine runs this year in total. <laughs> Wait, he's stolen a base? How? Ooh, Someone tell him will be the show. His zero speed has to go away. And you know what's crazy, actually? So, motherfucker, you. You didn't show up in any aspect, but you decided one day to just steal a base. Tell me this. Tell me this, Ricky Chris is... and, and Sachs. He had a year, just take 2018, an 8.15, or I'll just go sluggy. A 4.66, a 4.68, a 4.22. and twenty one, which was last year, he had a 5.20. It's, it, it takes hard with work a season of 940 like. OPS. <laughs> this year he has a 257. <laughs> what the hell happened? You're not even talking about a hundred. You're not talking about 150. You're not even talking about like you're talking about almost 300 point difference. Like, and it's not like his average is going up. <laughs> like, yeah, nothing it's else. It's just he's he's. <sighs> He's literally a zero speed in and just to, the show. Just by to the give way. you an example, he lost three hundred points in slugging, and he's the almost the exact same in on base percentage. So it's like he just lost everything else. Whoa. So it's just like, hey, instead of me hitting like fifty, you know, extra base hits with mixed singles, it's just no, here's just singles. <laughs> That's it. No extra base hits. Or it's we'll, we'll a single roast another time. Yeah. So the. That's what I'm saying. Like, but if he has a stolen base, give him. So that. I don't. I. I don't want to. I don't want to waste any more breath on this guy. No. Honestly. No, I don't. I, I want. I think he's he's taken Yasmani Grandal has taken enough of our thoughts and and words today already <laughs> by just that little I conversation agree. we I just agree. had. So, COVID warrior, like, oh. like make it something holy, like COVID legend, like. A COVID <laughs> hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. Because, come on, man. Like, I can see it on ESPN now. Like, the first person to record a oh, podcast with COVID never sense. Never gives up. Works from home. <laughs> the first Co person COVID to have definitely. COVID in a Red Sox flag in his background to ever record a podcast on a Wednesday night. Forces himself to stay up after <laughs> drinking NyQuil. <laughs> Yeah, look, look, just look at the, just uh, look at the strength in his face. Like like, shit, he's, like, the, yeah. he's just got a hero pose right now. Dude, like, he's seeing colors after those four. He's like, you know what? I actually am He's like the fucking stone cold, but like with fruit cups. Just... No, he, he, <laughs> fuck out of here. No, Chrissy sound. That's what the fuck is going on. He sees. <laughs> he knows, like he knows Wait. what Thanksgiving's gonna be like already. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, yo, let's take us, Wolfie, uh, Ricky, Ricky take us home with some final takes. Uh, 
Oh man, um, as we're all like just big kids, hype about this playoff run. We are officially uh, barreling into oh September, gosh. which it will be tomorrow. So, yo, I'm just I'm just gearing up for almost anything. I'm like I'm scared of slumps, knocking out teams. Hopefully, down tomorrow. I'm also leery of things getting hot behind us. Don't want that. I, don't don't you gonna trip me up? I can't see it, but they they always get hot, right? They always get hot. So yeah, I'm a little you know September got me a little nervous, but it's a good nervous. So I'm I'm just looking forward to it all, and I hope I definitely hope Judge plays uh plays sixty. I don't really care about sixty. Dude, this has definitely stuff. been one of the most exciting MLB seasons, like not of all time, because it it'd be a huge long discussion if we you know to dig into. Um, but this has definitely been one of the more exciting seasons that I've, <laughs> you know, witnessed. We got the storylines of Across good, the we got the bad, we got the fucking Tati shit, we got the, like, we got it all. And just to give my last take, too, to go on with exciting seasons, since the last episode, Albert Pujols has hit another home run. So you know what, that, you know, we're on that watch, we're on that 700 watch, so let's keep that in mind going out, boys. Dude, if he I if he can't hit I, he can hit six in a month. It's gonna happen. There's no there's it's six. I'm saying this. He's gonna six. hit it, and if he doesn't, he's not coming back. It has to happen this year. Dude, I'm just saying. Like I feel like he only played this season to get the rec. Well, I don't know because who know who knew he was gonna hit all these home runs. But he wanted to go out with the Cardinals. You know say, whatever. Yeah, but like look at him. Look at him run, run, running around the bases on these home runs. This dude is like. Running on absolute empty, like this. <laughs> there is no way he doesn't get these six, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, like he's like he's running and like just like fucking limping, and you can tell he's like in pain. No, it's like true. I see it. I the reason why I see it is because I think he's gonna like tear a hamstring and still play because Absolutely. like he he's gonna he's gonna make sure it's gonna happen. There, there's no way it doesn't. We'll keep watch for the next one. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, my final take is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I said it about, I don't know, some some team, the Rangers, whatever, that they're dangerous. The Arizona Diamondbacks, and I'm probably going to change this every single episode, but the, the Arizona Diamondbacks are now the team you guys got to watch out for in the future because they called up that Carroll kid, and this team is... If you've been paying attention at all this year to the Diamondbacks, I don't blame you if you don't because who the... F- the Diamondbacks, whatever. But they've kind of, I mean, right now they're ahead of the Giants, by the way. They just passed them I for third. I actually like the Diamondbacks. Um, I'm a big fan of them. They've kind of just been there. Like, not a good record, but not a totally bad record. Like, they're 61 and 67. They've just been hovering around there all year. They're the same. I, I had, mean, I had them losing 100 Now games. it's the Nationals that are going to lose 110 games. So Jake it's like. He's going off right now. He's in like 288. But we, but the thing about the, I'm not yeah, tripping on the Nationals because I know about the farm system y'all possess. It's so, so that's the whole thing. Like if you have a bad team and you know your farm is lit, you still have something to look forward to. So do you know? You can always keep that in mind. But yeah, like we discussed about Oakland, it's like y'all just, y'all just a dumpster fire in a desert. Like it's, it's, it's freaking bad. It's so bad, you know bad. With that all being said. 
you know, what a fucking episode. Yeah, episode <laughs> Chris is dead up there. <laughs> Chris is dead up there. <laughs> He's like, yeah, good episode. What? Yo. Yeah. um this was this was a built different podcast just another episode uh please please like follow subscribe um sell your soul to us you know do some rituals for us we're gonna we're gonna keep bringing this good content well we're 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 gonna keep going (laughs) well fuck the yankees uh, this was (laughs) yes he mustered up the energy to say fuck the yankees uh They've been they've been at seventy something wins forever. Anyway, <laughs> have a good night, everybody. Thank you for watching. Have Peace. a good night. Let's get it.